witness, bear witness to the greatest podcast ever created, the smelling sock, starring Mr. Moonshine. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling sock. Vimo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling sock. Loma. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling sock. Canella. Left hook, right cross, smelling sock. Pacquiao. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling sock. Charlo. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling sock. Spence. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling sock. Bud. I'ma knock him out, get the smelling sock. Fury. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling sock. Wilder. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling sock. AJ. Yeah, yeah, get the smelling sock. No I'ma knock him out, get the smelling sock. Punch. Ooh, baby, you already know this is Pong, Drunk, Boxing, aka Mr. Moo. Shot himself, aka El Adobo, aka El Sazon, aka El Borracho. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this side of heaven. God bless you all. Ladies and gentlemen, damn it, I love my boxing, y'all. I love my boxing. I love where boxing is at today. I love the status of boxing. Yes. Yes, I do. I do. And I know there's a lot of people in the sport of boxing, in the community of boxing, that people like to complain and be bitter and always always trying to compare the past to the present time. Like, chill, man. Live in the moment. Live in today. Live in the present time. You know, it's too many, too, too many frustration people in the sport of boxing. You know, too many bitter people. I think a lot of people just, I don't know, they mad and they get frustrated and they just want to watch boxing. I don't understand. I know boxing is supposed to bring some happiness into your life. You know, you hear frustrated people saying, you know what, man, boxing is not like it used to be. Back in the days, you know, um, they used to fight each other, man. They used to challenge one another, man. The fight, the best used to fight the best, man. Let's talk more action, man. Frustrated. Look, 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 look. If you're always going to compare cemented legacy, cemented legacy to prime fighters of today or fighters who haven't even reached their prime level, you know what I'm saying? The, the guys with the cemented legacy, he's always going to win. It's almost like in the NBA when people be like, yo, LeBron James, you know, Michael Jordan is better than LeBron James. LeBron James can never be Michael Jordan. Kobe Bryant could never be Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? They they ain't even trying to compare LeBron James to today's ballers. They comparing them to Samantha Legas. They comparing them to to uh, arguably the greatest. So each and every time he accomplished something, you compare him to Michael Jordan, he lose because he ain't getting no six championships. He ain't getting no six championships. You understand what I'm trying to say? And the same thing to today's boxing. These guys ain't Floyd Mayweather. These guys ain't Floyd Mayweather, man. Come on. Oh, man, why are you trying to compare? Why, why you just can't pair today fighters to today fighters? Let the let them have their career. Let them retire when the retire when, when they when, when the time is right, and then you could compare, you know, careers to careers. You can't compare Floyd Mayweather's career to a guy like Bud Crawford right now. Come on, guys. Come on, that's not fair. But 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 if I if I entertain if I entertain the frustration, I'll say like this. Okay, so let's think about the fighters who don't frustrate us. Let's think about the fighter that's going to bring you what the past was, but yet evolutionize the game. Because we don't want to go to the past. I mean, come on, man. If you find a good lady and a good wife, you don't. You ain't going to tell your wife, you know, I wish that you do this like my ex, and I wish that you do that like my ex. Because it's going to be like, hey, look at you, mother effer. 
You better go get the, go, go get with your ex. You don't love me, huh? You don't want this, huh? You don't want all of this, huh? The way I <laughs> do it to you, huh? The way I cook for you and clean for you and you don't want to talk about your ex. You said you better go back to your ex. <laughs> you know what, man? I'm just saying, I used to just like the stew chicken. She used to cut. Oh, you don't like my stew chicken. You don't like my stew chicken, mother. You don't like my stew, so go back with the bed. Go back with the bed. <laughs> Yo, chill. I was just talking about chicken. That's all. <laughs> you can't always look at the past, man. Yeah, that's that's what there's a lot of bitter people out there because they just they hold grudges. So you're going to be like, yo, these guys are not like Roberto Duran. Come on, man. So let's look at the fighters today that is actually moving like you say you wish they move. Like the fighters of the past that chatted themselves, you know, not worry about the O. Yeah, evolutionize the game. In and out, in and out of the sport of boxing because... Yeah, back in the day, these fighters used to fight a lot of, you know, great fights and challenges one another and things of that nature. But these guys was was getting robbed, bro. They was getting robbed in boxing, in the business of boxing. You know, a lot of these fighters, man, unfortunately, they, they broke. They leave the game without no money. Less money, less faculties. You know? So let's see how these guys could bring that feel from the past yeah, evolution out the game as well, cause everything gotta be an evolution. Everything gotta be evolution. If you want your, you ain't, you ain't gonna sign. If you want a point guard in the NBA, you're not gonna sign somebody that that bounces the ball and dribble the ball like Bob Cousy, right? You ain't gonna look in the past. All right? If you want a center, you ain't going or, or whatever. You'd be like, I ain't gonna get you know. Let me get Bill Russell and stuff like that, and think he's gonna compete out here. I'm not gonna say he can't compete. People gonna be like, what you talking about, Bill Russell? All I'm saying is. You want to take the good from the past and evolutionize the game, right? Take that field, fight the best, fight the best, fight those challenges, and then evolutionize the game as well. Show something different. Show something, something different inside the ring. Evolutionize the game. Shows new wrinkles. So a guy like Teofimo Lopez, lightweight, undisputed, Tiffany Lopez, who was defeated for Solomachenko, the guy that was regarded pound for pound, one, two, three, you could flip it around in the lightweight division. Arguably one of the best technicians in the game. Vasyl Machenko from Ukraine. Probably the best amateur of, uh, in the history of the sport of boxing. He's already got a cemented legacy, to be honest, and I think he's, he's already a walking Hall of Famer. Tiffany Lopez walked inside that ring October 17th. Where the whole world was saying, you know what? If he does win, the only way he wins, if he knocks out Vasily Machenko. Nobody thought that Tiffany Lopez, the young guy, 22, 23 years old, could outbox the Matrix. The Matrix. People thought I was crazy. People said, nah, 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 punch, 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 Mr. Moonshine, Mr. Moonshine. You be drinking too many Moonshine to think that Tiffany Lopez is going to outbox Vasily Machenko, the guy that's regarded pound for pound, one, two, three, you can flip it around. I said, wait, 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 wait. Seems like y'all don't know Tiffany Lopez like I know Tiffany Lopez. Seems like y'all ain't check his amateur. Because when I did analyze that fight, I looked. At his amateur I say you know what Look at the way he's amateur Because he from Lopez An amateur And you already know He was an Olympian Shout out to Honduras He was more of a boxer than, than, than this knockout artist So me looking at What he did in the amateurs And looking at uh, 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 Several fights And me following from Lopez I said this guy's gonna Outbox um, Vasily Machinko People people just di didn't get it 
people didn't get it, but I was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm one of those guys. Yeah, I told you so. Yeah, I told you so. I don't care. Shh. You know how this bot, this sport, this thing is. You know how we fans are. All we got is our bragging rights. Let's be honest. As fans, you know, all we have is our bragging rights. Yeah, I want to be right. I ain't going to go into an argument and be wrong. Who does that? That's a waste of time. <laughs> but I'm humble. I'm humble. You know. Um, but Teofimo Lopez, I believe, is moving in a way in which like the Oscar de la Hoyas of the world moved. You know what I'm saying? Oscar de la Hoya was young and he and he fight he fought um Pernell Whitaker, rest in peace, Pernell Sweet P. Whitaker. He fought the Holy Sister Chavez of the world. He fought those tough fights. He's fought the Tito Trinidad. He's fought those tough fights. You know, Hector Camacho. He fought those tough fights. You know? At a young age, just like Canelo Alvarez, uh, he, he fought the fight with Mayweather. And yeah, he lost, but look at Canelo Alvarez today. Cash cow, the sport of boxing. Right now, he got, he's a walking Hall of Fame. He got to cement the legacy. If, if, if Canelo Alvarez right now retires, he's going to the Hall of Fame, fourth division world champion at the age of 30. TFM Lopez did his thing at the age, became undisputed. And I know there's some type of dispute with the WBC. You know, they got the WBC and, and, and the franchise. They implemented the franchise in which... Vasilo Machenko and his people petitioned for a franchise, and he got the franchise. And then there was this thing about, oh, man, that's not a real bell. Um, the other sanctioning bodies didn't recognize the bell, like the WBA, the IBF, and the WBO didn't recognize the WBC. I say this. I saw Vasilo Machenko won the WBC. I heard Mauricio Sudamon, the president of the WBC, say that their franchise belt is the supreme, champ, the supreme belt and the supreme status in their lightweight division. So if if the president of the WBC says that the franchise is the supreme belt, and we saw Vasilo Machinko not lose the belt. Now I know the rules are the rules. Now I know there's other belt federation that needs to recognize, but let me tell you like this. The sport of boxing is kind of it, it, it is kind of too po uh, too toxic politically wise that I know how to recognize myself. I don't need a WBA to tell me about the WBC. I would just ask the WBC. You understand what I'm trying to say? If you want to ask me about my, if you, if you want to, yo, if I tell you my wife is my wife and you be like, well, 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 I saw you with this chick and you know what I'm saying? I mean, but that's my wife, man. That's my wife, though. Yo, but I just saw you with, with a chick in the club and I was flirting. Not new. Hey, 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 I told you that's my wife. Don't you tell me what's my wife. You don't tell me who my wife is. You feel what I'm trying to say, y'all? So the WBA can't tell me what the WBC is. The Mauricio Sudamon, the president of the board, have voted that the Supreme Belt is the is is the franchise in which he was in which they elevated Lomachenko when he received it. So, okay. I, I ain't seen Lomachenko lose the belt. I see him get elevated. You know what I'm saying? Elevated means going up. <laughs> you know? He ain't get de degraded or something like that. So Teofim Lopez beat Vasilo Machenko and became the WBC, the lineal, the ring. Yeah, and that's the most important belt for you. You know, the Jack Johnson belt, the lineal belt. And that, that, when you got that belt, that means you're the best. So you gotta, if you got to beat the best, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. You already know Ric Flair. Woo! So Teofim Lopez beat Vasilo Machenko, got the WBC, the lineal belt, the WBO, the WBA, the IBF. Yes. Young 
And now he's facing his mandatory, right? He's facing his mandatory from the IBF, George Camboso Jr. from Australia, top 10, top 10, dangerous, been, you know, work, have worked out with the likes of, of, of Manny Pacquiao. The last two fights, he beat Lee Selby, you know, to become a, 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 a mandatory for the, um, for the IBF, beat Mickey Bain, who's highly respected in the lightweight division. I don't know if he's semi-retired right now or retired. He's training the likes of Devin Haney and working with the Devin Haney camp. Um, but, excuse me, he paid his due. You know, George Cambosa paid his due. I don't give a damn if you don't know who Cam George Cambosa is. If you ain't know George Cambosa, it's because there's a problem in the sport of boxing and fans that a lot of people see tunnel vision. A lot of people dictate boxing with the six fighters that they only know. But boxing is so great, like I said in the beginning, it's so great, got great momentum that boxing is it, the division, the, the supreme and the and division is just not in the heavyweight division like it used to be, like the heavyweight division, the middleweight division, the welterweight division, lightweight division was a, uh, was was the supreme uh, um, divisions, was the um, lux, the luxurious division, right? Was the prestige division, but you know what? It's not like that no more, man. You got the heavyweight division that's, that, that has woken up from his coma from several years ago. You know? You got, you got the 168-pound division. You got the 175 with two guys that could, that could be in a pound-for-pound pound list. You feel me? With Bavall and, and, and Berturbiev. You got um, 168 with, with Canelo Alvarez campaigning. He's about to unify May 8 versus Billy Joe Saunders, who holds the WBO title, while Canelo Alvarez got the WBC, the WBA, and the lineage, which, beat Cam, which he just beat Cannon Smith. Canelo Alvarez is going to get in the ring three times in the span of five months. Wow, what a cash cow representing. He raised the bar. You got the, the, the middleweight division. They got um, Demetrius Andre undefeated. You got uh, um, Jamal Charlo undefeated. And I hope that they could just fight the legacy fight because, you know, they are getting older. Um, they are in the back end of their prime. And we hope that they could unify the titles. Triple G is still campaigning. He's still got a strap in 160 you know, in 154, Jamal Charlo's twin brother, Jamel Charlo, is practically the king, but he needs one more bell versus Brian Castaño. And I love the way that Jamel Charlo was paving the way for himself and creating his own legacy without, without fighting the, a cash cow or without fighting a legend, a legend fighter to, to piggy bank off, off their name. Jamal Charlo's creating his own name, and that's what I like about Jamal Charlo and his career. And he has an underrated resume. I, I got him on pound for pound. I've been having him on pound for pound for quite some time. So we were going that undisputed. And you got in 147, one of the most prestige division, where you got Earl Spence and Book Crawford, Keith Thurman, Manny Pacquiao, still a legend. Look at the Welterweight division, y'all. The Welterweight division got it's so it's so stacked and it's so supreme. And it's so it's so luxurious that you have a legend still in Manny Pacquiao. And one of the greatest of all time. Eight division world champion, five lineal. You got Pound for pound fighters. You got three pound for pound. Other, other than Manny Pacquiao, you have three pound for pound fighters or guys that have been in the pound for pound list in the likes of Earl Spence, who is the unified welterweight champion of the world. We got Bud Crawford, the WBO. We had Keith Thurman, who was in the pound for pound list before his injuries and stuff like that and his inactivity. And he's still a top dog, in, uh, one of the top dogs in the welterweight division. You got Ugas, you got Sean Porter, you got Danny Silva Garcia, who's, who's trying to campaign in 154, in which that's going to be more stacked. In 154, yeah, we got Jamal Charlo, but we still got Lara, who's got, who got the IBO strap. 
You know, you still got Jerry Hurd, you still got um 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 Jason Rosario that they plan to fight Erickson Lubin, one of the young gunners and stuff like that in 154. Still a, a, a tight division where you don't know who's going to win. You know. Again, a welterweight division. You got Sean Porter who has humbled everybody. Cause you you lined up anybody with Sean Porter, you'd be like, I. Right, Sean Porter is the one that humbles the welterweight division. If you think that Bud Crawford was head and shoulders above anybody, uh, uh-uh. uh. If you think that Earl Spence was head and shoulders above every, anybody, uh, uh-uh. uh. You think Keith Thurman was at the time, uh, uh-uh. uh. Sean Porter is the guy that humbles everybody else. That, in my opinion, the top dogs in the welterweight division, none of them is head and sh- head and shoulders above anybody. You move to the 140, you still got Regis Progress, and I still want to see the rematch with him and Josh Taylor. Josh Taylor, Jose Ramirez for Undisputed. May 22nd, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be an Undisputed year, damn it. Do you hear what I'm saying, y'all? I thought I'm talking fast, but this is why, because it's so great in the sport of boxing today. It's great. A mixture with, 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 with legends, with prime fighters, with pound-for-pound fighters, with upcoming fighters, the what's away division again. Let me go Let me go back to the what's away division. We got Boots Ennis, y'all. Jaron Boots Ennis from Philadelphia, who, who I say is going to be the future Roy Jones Jr. I'm going to tell you like this, y'all. This kid is special. When I'm talking about special, I'm talking about special, all right? He got every goddamn tool, and it's already using the names, um, God names in vain, but he got all the tools in the toolbox, man. He got the height. I see I see in the future he could become four or five division world champion. He got the skills. He got the great background. He got the great father who's just not a trainer but a teacher. One of the few teachers in the sport of boxing love in Buzianis. Got his bros as well as helping him out. Well-grounded human being. You got Virgil T the same way. Shout out to uh, shout out to um Virgil T Senior. Y'all already know how I feel about um father fatherhood in the boxing, which I, in which um I'm gonna drop an episode. About fatherhood is prominent in the sport of boxing, um, but yo, it's it's and you got Connor Ben, the son of, of of the legend Nigel Ben from the UK, and so so you can see the the the, the welterweight division just prestige from leg from 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 past from not past because Manny Pacquiao still not the past, but I'm saying that. Manny Pacquiao is a legend. We got pound for pound fighters. We got unified champions. We got we got great. Yo, we even got great. Um, what you call what you call the the, the fighters? Um, oh, I mean, you even got good veterans, bro. You got good veterans. You got young, hungry lions who are probably the one of the best, the best, the best. You know, um, phenomenal sport of boxing. Virgil Ortiz, Boots Ennis, Connor, Connor Ben. Hopefully Josh Kelly, you know what I'm saying? Um, he he gets back on track. They're moving on to yeah. So I, I already explained 142. Shout out to Brandon Lee, who's a phenom in 140 pounds as well. Elvis Elvis Rodriguez from Dominican Republic, who's a phenom in the sport of boxing as well. Yo, yo, and let me just I forgot to add in 168. We still got David Benavides, Caleb Plant, and the phenom Edgar Belanga. That probably I believe that Edgar Belanga is gonna be the probably him or David Benavides is gonna be. The last Canelo uh, uh, mega fight. I'm not talking about great. I'm not talking about good or great. I'm talking about mega fight. Because these guys are doing what the fans want to see. These guys are doing in the ring what the casuals like. And that's knockouts. Edgar Belanga is bringing that to the table. Also, he's bringing the hip-hop culture. Also, he's bringing that Puerto Rican fan base that's actually been, 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 been asleep. Because, you know, 
It's been it's been like a low drought of of that Puerto Rican. You know, I'm talking about the Puerto Rican fan base of the of the Camacho, of the Trinidad, of the Miguel Cotto. Edgar Belanga is bringing both, bringing the New York Rican and bringing the I the, the Puerto Rican the, the Puerto Rican fans from the island. I'm talking about the Miguel the Miguel Cotto fans. That's what I'm talking about. You understand? I'm trying to say the David Benavides. A lot of people is clamming on him because he's dangerous as well. Edgar Belanga is dangerous. So when you have Couple fighters who is dangerous that could tamper with Shaman. I say, you know what? Damn, this is a 50 50 fight with Canelo, man. I, shit, shit. I don't think that Billy Joe Saunders bring that to the table. I don't think that Caden Plant brings that, that, that imagination. And this is what probably today is missing in the sport of boxing is the imagination. People are not, the boxers is not capturing the imaginations of the fans like they did in the, like back in the days. Because we do have good, great fighters, but do we see special fighters? Do we see those fighters that be like, wow, I can't imagine how he does that. How can he do that? How can he be the man like that? And there's certain fighters that, I, I just said, there's not a lot of fighters, but there is certain fighters that I can name. Bruce Ennis is one of them. Edgar Belanga is one of them. And the guy that I'm talking about right now, Teofimo Lopez, is one of them. Have you seen Teofimo Lopez when he go, he, 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 he knocks, he hits the dude. He swings, but put his arm around his back and connected with a shot. I ain't never seen that before, y'all. I mean, I thought I saw it all from Roy Jones Jr., but there's certain things about this kid that, yo, yo. So we move on to the 135, another prestige division, in which I was mentioning in the beginning, we got Ryan Garcia, who's, who probably got the, one of the fastest hands in the sport of boxing, or the fastest hand in the sport of boxing, right? Ryan Garcia is bringing a whole new fan base. To, uh, to a new casual fan base to, to the sport of boxing He, he don't even got a title But he's probably He's going to be one of the One of the main cash cows In the sport of boxing Teofima Lopez Who Who Stood his ground Knew his worth Knew his value And that was a lesson That in the purse bid Because the Gerald George Campos And Teofima Lopez They took it to purse bid Bob Arum one of the oldest promoters in the sport of boxing, or the oldest, one of the most prestige promoters also, who who Tiffany Lopez is signed to, didn't feel like he was worth enough to put up the fight with George Cambosu, which is mandatory. But guess what? Eddie Hearn didn't think he was worth more than what Triller thought he was worth. Triller, new entity of the game, came to boxing and told the world that this kid is worth more than what y'all think. We're coming from the outside, and we value Teofimo Lopez more than the, your boxing heads think about him. That's what's sad also. That another entity from outside of boxing values Teofimo Lopez more than the prestige promoters in the sport of boxing. You know what that tells me? That they're losing. They're losing that, that, that love. They're losing that education. They just making money probably for themselves. Or they don't want to let the fighters know. Because I think there's a problem. They don't want to let the fighters know how much they're really worth. So it's easy to take advantage of. It's easy to, to make your fighter feel like you ain't worth more than $2 million. That's the market. That's just the market. Nah, 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 nah. What Tiffany Lopez did was a lesson. Was inspiring. Was motivational. That nobody out there should tell you how much you're worth. That nobody out there should tell you. What's your value? You set the bar. You understand what I'm trying to say? If you're listening out there, you set the bar. 
You set what you value. You tell yourself how much you're worth. You don't let nobody in the world tell you how much you are worth. And I will not tell another person how much they're worth. Who am I to tell? I'm a man. Who am I to tell another man or another woman how much they're worth? No, 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 no. We're not God. We all got to humble each other. In the sport of boxing, I see a lot of people want to be in everybody's pockets. We need to stop that. Because to be honest, we don't know what goes in the pockets of boxers. Because boxing is like a secret society when it comes to purses. When it comes to earnings. I don't want you to be on my pocket. And I, don't want to, and, I, and I ain't trying to be in yours. Because I do consider every fighter. Modern day warriors. Modern day gladiators. To put their life in the line for pure entertainment. And I, man, I am paying my pay-per-view. I am paying. Because I respect fighters. I love fighters. I'm a hardcore boxing fan. This is what you call a true hardcore boxing fan. I've paid pay-per-view and I fall and I fell asleep. And I didn't give a damn. But at least that he's going to make some money. That particular fighters. I know what they go through. Some, some of the people out here need to go to a gym. See the sacrifices that they do. That just separates me and them. I, I, don't, I don't expect everybody to be a hardcore boxing fan. But I do, I do expect people to acknowledge that this is the most dangerous sport of them all. That this is not a game. And what these men and women put their, their bodies through is not a game. They feed their family with their, with their, basically with their hands. They fight for their family, basically, literally, with their hands. If you don't respect this sport, I think you should tune into another sport. Because me, myself, I'm tired of listening to people that don't give a damn about these fighters. That treat them like, 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 like just a piece of meat. Think that they just put pit bulls and chickens. I'm not saying that nobody, should, that nobody care about animals. But you understand what I'm trying to say. Teofimo Lopez knew his worth. He took it a purse bid with his promoter. Felt like he wasn't worth it. And he let the whole world know. And everybody was surprised. When that 6.2 million got put on the table, oh, wow, what? And now he's going to be fighting in Trilla with George Cambosa, June 5th. Shout out to Keith, shout out to Tia from Lopez for, for inspiring the people out there because now everybody got to follow suit. Either you follow suit or you actually get in, you get in that negotiation table, you get in that boardroom, and you negotiate with the networks. You make sure that you know how much the network, you make sure how much the budget is given. You make sure to know what's the budget, especially the least fighter, especially the guys that's highly invested. You make sure that when these promoters are making a deal, when you know that you are one of the one of the one of the highest fighters, one of the most invested fighters, you make sure that you in that boardroom with that network. That when that network supply that money to the to, to, to the promoter, we know how much money he got. And that's the evolution. Tiofim Lopez just shows you that he's evolutionized in the game. Nobody sets uh, the 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 value or worth of a fighter. None of these, these promoters will ever get in the ring. Except if you are Oscar de la Hoya. And this is why I respect, highly respect Gold Bull promotion. Even when people, when he, he um, Gold Bull promotion can make the mistakes. All I know is that the guy that's running it already sacrificed his life. Oh, and then there's one thing. That's one thing you cannot criticize Oscar de la Hoya. So if I'm going to really, 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 really listen to is I'm going to listen to the guy that did, that gave us as a fan everything. 
and is a successful businessman outside the ring because I know that boxing is a small circle. And I know, trust me, people didn't want to see Oscar De La Hoya succeed. There's not, there, he, he was not supposed to succeed. You already know that boxing is like a country club. Not everybody is allowed. Oscar De La Hoya is still swimming. He ain't sinking. So in 130 pounds, also stacked with Shakur Stevenson with a great Oscar Valdez and Miguel Burchett. Shout out to Miguel Burchett. Hope everything is good after that knockout from Oscar Valdez. And we got these guys that's going to be fighting also um, this weekend. Jamel Hearing versus Carl Frampton, which is a good fight. And I'm going to be breaking it down. If you all subscribe to Punch Run Boxing YouTube channel, briefly going to be breaking it down. And the Yokas of the world, and the Tanakas, and the Inouyes of the world, and the brothers, the Jason Maloney's of the world. Gary Russell Jr., I don't know what the hell he's going to I mean, Gary Russell Jr. got to get back in the ring or get with the belt. I don't know, man. Anyway, that, that's just another story, y'all. But what I'm saying is, if you're frustrated, there are fighters right now that is, that is making historic accomplishments. On the verge of making historic accomplishments. Canelo Alvarez made a historic accomplishment when he became fourth division world champion. Teofimo Lopez, young, one of the youngest four belt holder in the history of the sport of boxing, 100 plus year in the sport of boxing. He's still challenging himself. He went from Nakatani top 10. Richard Comey was a champion top 10. And then back to back went had, had a title fight. Went to Vasola Machenko at the age of 23. He could have done it at the age of 22, but yeah, I already know coronavirus hit. He's fighting another top 10. It's mandatory, George Cambosas. And now for the next fight, he said he wants the likes of Devin Haney and Ryan Garcia. Matter of fact, he even when he's he, he but he, what he wants is the winner of Jose Ramirez and Josh Taylor. It isn't, isn't that great? What a great approach. And if it's anybody that I believe what they say do, it's Teofimo Lopez. Because he talked about it, he walked about it, and he walked it. Like his pops. They went over Solo Machinko, they screamed his name, they got him. They screamed his name three times, Candyman came through, and you already know, Teofimo Lopez killed the Candyman. Here is a lot of things going on in the sport of boxing. And look, I ain't even talking about the emerge of, of female boxing. I'm talking about, yeah, it's not the emerge because female boxing was always lit. Well, it was not always, always lit. But I think right now is the lady is lit. It's lit. We got Katie Taylor versus Natasha Jonas, y'all. That's a good, great fight. We also had the rematch with Jessica McCaskill and Cecilia Brace. Go check that fight in the zone. The zone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I subscribe to the zone. I think the zone is the best right now. But I'm happy with Trillin, what Trillin is doing and giving back to boxing and investing in boxing. Like the guys in the boxing, the one investing in their own fighters. You already know who they are. But you got Pursoon, you got Harper, you got, you got, come on, man. Come on. Clarissa Shields. Amanda Serrano with a beautiful, with a beautiful um um win. A couple of weeks ago, Thursday, primetime, Amanda Serrano, 7th Division World Champion, unified champion right now, Guinness Book of Records, walking Hall of Famer, the pound-for-pound pound queen of boxing, 
lot of queens, a lot of queens, but can't wait till Minnesota Serrano and her next fight. Can't wait to see Katie Taylor versus um, Natasha Jonas. You know, that's a little rivalry right there in the amateurs. Pay attention to women boxing. It's exciting. It's exciting. Jessica McCaskill, she be fighting. She's like the, the virgin of, of Sean Porter, man. Action, action, action. So study your breakers. I just think that Jessica McCaskill is just not a great match, but I believe that she could still do at the age of 39. But boxing is good. I think people need to stop just looking at their three fighters or four fighters that they only that it feels like that's the only thing that they know. There's so many things, and I'm not even mentioning. There's so much. Stephen Fulton, great win versus Angelo Leo. Beat him in his own quote unquote Mexican fight game. Yo, it's a lot of great things going on in the sport of boxing. And you know what? I'm living the moment. And if I need to say that this is better than before, then she let me let me let me mind F me and let me mind F you too. <laughs> mind F yourself. Nah, but I want to preserve the greats. But let's preserve the now, the greats of, t- of today. There's something in the sport of boxing, and this is why I think there's a lot of careers in the sport of boxing that's moved in eggshells because there's a lot of fans out there that call themselves boxing fans, but it's always bitter and it's never enough. It's never enough. We hear people say, Bud Crawford, you ain't fighting nobody. You haven't done nothing, but yet this guy's a three-division world champion, 140, undisputed, currently holding the WBO welterweight. And he hasn't done nothing? There's people that don't like Tyson Fury. There's people that say Deontay Wilder, like Teddy Alice, he can't fight. He can't what? People within the sport of boxing, if anything is dying, if anything was is not the same, it's because people within the sport of boxing themselves. It's not the casuals. Don't blame the casuals because the casuals just come, come and go. Come and goes when they please, but they come only when they... When, uh, I hope, I hope y'all, y'all, y'all not thinking some freaky stuff, all right? When I say come, stick to boxing, all right? Little freaky people out there listening right now. Come, what are you talking about? Come, come, come. Who's coming? <laughs> but what I'm saying, that people need to preserve greatness. Yes, preserve the past. Keep their names alive. But also today, we need to stop trying to compare, cement the legacy to today. He wouldn't fight this person that was back in the days. You don't know that. A fight is a fight. You don't know that. You ain't think Mike Tyson was going to lose to Buster Douglas. So what makes you think that uh, uh, Deontay Wilder or Anthony Joshua don't beat Mike Tyson? Even though Mike Tyson's my favorite fighter, I think that he'd beat everybody. But we need to stop trying to discredit so much. If a guy accomplished something, he accomplished something. If it's a good accomplishment, let's wait until almost their career ends. Let's stop being so picky. Oh, my God, if somebody get chin checked, oh, he's exposed. Come on, we want this, like, like everything got to be perfect in a fight. I'm all about character. If a guy gets put down, like Ryan Garcia, he got put down by Luke Campbell. Guess what? He rolls back up and knocked down Luke Campbell and won the fight. So are you going to say, oh, my God, he got a weak chin? Are you going to say, oh, my God, Keith Thurman, he's weak to the body, but the guy also always stands up or always stay up? Is that weak or is that strong? Now, you could say people are vulnerable. 
He's vulnerable to body, to body shots, but he's not weak. Like, weak, weak, nah. He shows me that when you hit him with the best shot, he's going to come back and take that round or take that fight. That's what I know. It's just like, it's just like Danny Swift Garcia. He get chin checked. What people say, he got a strong chin, grenade chin. So the same thing if somebody get hit to the body but stay up. You're going to say weak. You're going to say he's a strong dude. I think we're looking too much to degrade the sport of boxing. And so instead of uplifting the sport of boxing and preserving what's great. And preserving especially the guys and the fighters that's giving you what you're so frustrated about. Tiafim Lopez is giving you what most of these fans say they're frustrated. And this is why I got to preserve him highly as the top, one of the top dogs in the sport of boxing like Canelo Alvarez. It's a lot of character. A lot of character is built. We've seen Jamel Charlo lose to Tony Harrison but come back and stop Tony Harrison. We've seen Anthony Joshua lose to Andy Ruiz and come back and beat Andy Ruiz. Where people, when you lose one time, oh my God, yo, that's it, he should retire. Look at Deontay Wilder. Oh my God, he should retire. Why? Because he lost one time to the guy that's probably regarded the best heavyweight. So now he should retire. Now he's not good. Now he got no skills. He made it this far with no skills. Yeah, right. Stop it. A lot of great things happen in the sport of boxing. And if you call yourself a hardcore boxing fan, then God, preserve it. Stop being an entity trying to bring the sport down. You don't love the sport. You're faking it. So, Teofimo Lopez is that guy for the future. That's going to bring that old school feel that people do miss, yet evolutionize the game and make it better. And that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Take what you can from the greats, implement it in your style, remix it, elevate it. That's what Tiffany Lopez is doing. That's what I believe Boots Ennis is going to do. That's what I think Virgil Ortiz is going to do. That's what I think Ego Berlanga is going to do. That's what I think Brandon Lee going to do. And shout out to all my, my Asians out there. They're hearing our voices now. It's time that we speak up as well. Yeah, I'm part Asian. My grandfather's Cantonese. So, shout out to my Asian people out there fighting for, you know, Fighting for the people and everybody that's joining and fighting for us. And at the end of the day, we're just one race, just a, just one race. Beautiful culture, just people that have, just just a bunch of we just one race. Well, what makes us beautiful is the different cultures, like going to a buffet with sons and daughters, brothers and sisters, sons and daughters on the Most High. Um. Let's preserve our sport. Let's preserve what people are doing great, especially let's not knock down on fighters, you know, because they get a loss. Remember, they got a living too. So the more that you stressed because they lost one time, you're the one that's bringing their stock down, not the promoters. You're doing a favor to the promoters. I'm not trying to do no favors for the promoters. I'm trying to do a favor for the fighters because at the end of the day, 
I open up I open up this platform and other platforms for the fighters. Because it's the world sport. And mass media, to be honest, don't really care about the sport. Remember, they abandoned the sport. So these platforms gives them a voice. And it's not going to be a voice for them to be downgraded by other people. But it's to uplift them, to uplift the sport. So shout out to all the boxers out there. Shout out to all the fighters in combat sports, MMA and boxing. I love y'all. Thank you. Thank you for sharing, sharing your skills and talent to the world. Thank you for sharing what having a heart looks like in terms of you know, combative. Because a lot of people got heart outside of boxing. You do bring motivation. You do bring inspiration. I always say that boxing translates to life itself. When I'm watching boxing, I'm, I could watch my own life. The ups and downs. The nutrition. The grit. The never, the never die attitude. So, let's preserve it. Let's give credit to the guys. Especially the, the, the guys and gals that's giving you what you've been frustrated about. Tiffany Lopez is the captain of the generation, the commander-in-chief. He's going to enter this new this, this this boxing into a new into a new and loving era and respect the era just like the guys like Oscar De La Hoya, just like the guys like Roy Jones and Bernard Hopkins, Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao. He's going to continue the legacy. Canelo Alvarez is doing a great job at that. Jamel Charlo, Yoka is doing a good job at that as well. Anthony Joshua is doing a hell of a job. Bunch of fighters. Chocolatito Estrada. Chocolatito Estrada. That might happen next, y'all. Um, and I hope they get paid very, very well. And and let's support our female boxers out there. Let's, so let's support them because, yes, they say it's a gentleman's sport. But it takes gentlemen to treat these women, these women like ladies so they can make the funds that they deserve, so they can be compensated. To take care of themselves and their family, just like everybody got to be, it should be compensated. Let's fight for the fighters out there. Let's fight for the fighters, because also they fight for us. Y'all already know, man. This is Punch One Boxing. This is gonna be episode numero uno of the new Punch Strong Boxing podcast. I love you. God bless, and on to the next. <laughs>